I literally just spent like a whole 20 minutes trying to walk you through the joint, sitting on the Facebook and everything, and I and I'm the wrong one. I'm 17 the, I'm minutes the of that 20 was berating her. I was who like, yo, I said she told me I can't. Remember how to copy and paste this link? Hey, you remember I showed you that? You, you gotta go into you in the next lobby. No, hey. no, you didn't hear her yell at me, tell me I can't call her ma'am. I said, yes, ma'am. So you better not call I me I said, if you again. call me that one more, if you ma'am me one more time. But it was because he had he, he had a condescending tone on it, wasn't it? He was no. like, ma'am. No, ma he just couldn't remember my name because he kept sending me other comics uh, Ooh, links. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With it. That's why I'm mad with it. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the I'm Getting Trouble podcast with your boy Eddie Lyles. Terrence G is in the building. And we have one of my favorite. I literally put this up yesterday. This One of dope. my favorite people this is super dope. to talk to, Miss Robin Montague is here. Ladies and gentlemen, yes. welcome Robin Montague. Yo, who I'm not supposed to call Miss. I can't call her ma'am. I just got to be like, Robin. Like yes. Robin. Yeah, right, right. Yes. Like I wasn't a baby watching you on it, Def Jam. Right. I'm saying like there's, there's a reverence here. Like I feel like I'm like, like who am I to call you Robin? You know what yeah, I mean? Like, I'm like, I hey, know. Uh, you, uh, but you guys are worthy. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Wait, I can't get my thing right. Listen, I'm having all type of technical difficulty. I don't think any of these headphones really work. Yeah, yeah we can hear really you clear. When you That's use great. them, it's coming through clear. Good, good, good. Okay, you guys, thank you. But don't I? I don't be feeling like that. I'm, you know, uh, an icon or such, such. Or a legend. Or a legend. But, you know, because mm -hmm. I just like that. I'm not old enough for that, even though I'm super old and like 113. But don't tell nobody. You they just know. did. Oh, yeah, that's on you. I'm going to get in trouble. Oh, my Lord, <laughs> Jesus. Listen, so I just, I spent 30 minutes on the phone with, Ms. Uh, with Robin yesterday, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> she was like, I'm going to prepare for this. I got this. I got this. I took notes. I know what y'all do here, cause I'm a look at this shit. Look at this shit. Look at this shit. Look at this shit. Like I'm like we are. We ain't shit. We just two dickheads. That just exactly, exactly what he said. Exactly what he said. I was getting on, you know, sharp and making sure I knew every talking point. Like I know that you, Terrence, you from Kansas, but now you're living in the other place, Oklahoma, somewhere else. I got it in my notes. I know about, hey, you know I know about Lee that his wife made him move, forced him to move to another um place because when I was watching. And shout out to all the comedians that you guys have been interviewing because I've been watching the podcast, studying and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you guys do a great, great, great job. 
Not that with me, but with the other think. ones that I saw. <laughs> that's that's because again, Eddie uh, Eddie uh, yeah. failed on a few different levels here. No, I didn't. In, I, I messed up Robin one part to the podcast. I messed up one part, bro. But it was the crucial part. It was, it was at the very end. It was basically the part <laughs> to get Robin here. That was the part that you messed <laughs> right, up, which right. basically <laughs> means that the interview doesn't go. <laughs> I can't be perfect in everything, bro. I, like I'm so good at so much stuff. Anything. You know, there. A lot of pressure. Here, here he goes. Here he goes. DC Comedy Festival, definitely, definitely. No, no. Definitely. I'm just saying, we, we up, we up and running in two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Baltimore Comedy Festival tomorrow. It's like, oh, and then you bring it up. You want since you wanted to bring it up, you do know that Miss Robin was one of the first headliners yes. on the DC Comedy. Festival. Absolutely. Absolutely. The first, the first year. The, the first, first year. Wow. So like, it was like, and so like, I'm looking at, and I'm gonna tell you this: is what happened? So I don't do the submissions. So I'm going through, like, I'm looking at the list of the people they submitted. I'm like, why do I know this name, Miss Robin? Why do I know Robin Montague? Right. So then I'm going through, I'm like, yo, hold on. She going to do it? She really want, like, it was, nah, I, I'm so, I was so happy. I was what? so happy for you to be there. Because, like, you come from, you come from the Def Jam era of literally not, I want to say this the right way because it's still in PC code. You cared, but fuck y'all niggas. Like you, like you come from that area of I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Like right around was it, mm -hmm. so. Why do you think you do you know why it changed so fast? What? Why? What changed like, so fast? Like like how comedy changed so fast? Where y'all used to get away with everything, and now we can't get away with anything. The P the PC world. Yeah, you know, I, I can't explain it. It's just, a, you know, time and another generation. But yeah, we lucked out. You guys, I would not want to be starting at this time in comedy history because I would have, you know, two minutes and an impression because <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to do the hour that I did in the, in the 90s and the 2000s. So, you know, but I'm, yeah, still, I mean, doing, you I'm still doing it now because... You know, you still do your, so you still doing your shit, the same shit that you used to do back then? Well, I mean, I'm still doing the same style. I'm still, yeah, I, that's I, what I'm can't saying. yeah I can't change my outlook. I can't change mm. my point of view. Um, and I, I'm not afraid of anything. So I don't feel like I'm saying anything that's going to be, to, you know, too offensive to people, but I'm sure going to say what I feel. Yeah, and and I, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, um, necessarily I, I don't censor myself in that you know oh I don't want to say this because it might be offensive to the two you know students in the back I don't give a fuck you know <laughs> yo hey, hey, hey she hey she cussed like a sailor yeah, like I'm I being did. honest with you bro like she cussed like a sailor no, I, I, get hang, I, hang, I got to hang out with her a couple weeks ago like Miss Robin cussed like it. I was like oh okay never mind. that's and like, I'm from D.C. Yo, yo, I'm from DC. Yep. yep. That's that. I didn't know that people didn't talk like that until I, started, I moved <laughs> away and was like, oh, people don't say motherfucker every other word. <laughs> Bro, the, hold on. So somebody just came on. Somebody, we just who do we have on turns? That was like, yo, I can tell you from DC now because I started talk because I started getting exaggerated and I started. He was like, oh, you really are from DC. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I, oh, I don't remember who. It was, I forgot yeah, who it was. But yeah. it's, I, I think yeah. it's like I think a lot of people because they look like the the White House is here, the p politics is here. Everybody in DC definitely learns how to put on 
a government worker's voice. Right. Right. Like our code switching for work is a lot harder than I think other cities. You know right. what I'm saying? Right, right, so right. Like we know how we know how to do it. But when we when talk we, when talk, we relax, we really relax. Because yeah, exactly. it, it is such a button down. Mm. I mean, it's the capital mm. of the of the country, if not the world, in my opinion. It's the greatest city to be born and raised in. For I, I, I really wouldn't be. I don't think I would have done as much as I did and have gone as far as I did just yeah. in terms of leaving. You know what I mean? Like most people don't leave their, you know, their whole life. They, they don't leave. Stay in the same but place. I was like, I just, when you can look at the Capitol and when you can go and smoke a doobie on the Lincoln steps of the Lincoln Memorial, you know, you're not fear. You don't fear nothing. Which you right. should do if you haven't done yet. Like Nick, what? That is the that's smoking okay. down at the Capitol feels so good. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like, and then I don't know how it is now because of everything. But when I was in high school and stuff, we could just go down there and we we'd be on our way down. And like, do we want to sit at the Jefferson Memorial or do we want to sit at, on Lincoln's feet? You know, like that was no. just like generally easy to easy to do. <laughs> y'all smoke. Y'all smoke. No, we reefer. were just smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Cigarettes, you know, high school, innocent. We're just smoking cigarettes. Innocent, innocent. innocent. You, Miss, you, Miss Rob, you don't smoke weed, Miss Rob? I am such a health nut, even though I'm not into it. I like it when I read about it. <laughs> I'm not answering your question. I already, <laughs> listen, I already let the world know about my cursing situation, which is really messing up my plans for my Disney presentation. Ooh, but lady, <laughs> no, I'm, lady, not gonna make it, I'm not going to make it worse. Lady, bye. Yeah, yeah I didn't hear it's it. It's you know, Mickey Mouse Jim, Disney is vying for us a Robin Montague cartoon. <laughs> you know. He's so clean. He got such clean and Christian comedy for like Yo, all these years. Get out of here. Yo, no, no, but you did, you, you spoke on something because, like, because I'm about, you know, I'm about to uh, start being by city. I'm about to be in New York and in D.C. Okay. And you already do that, right? Uh, yeah. Like, do you, do you think that, like, when you left D.C., it helped you or, like, oh. helped you get booked or? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But why why is that? Why has it always Ooh. been that you got to leave? Even though we're the nation's capital, you got to go somewhere else. Why is that? Because it's show business, show business, the market for show business. It depends on, you know, what you want your career to be. It depends on how far you want to go. There's nothing wrong with being a top dog in your local, in your local, um, you know, demographic. Yeah. That's fine. But if you want, you know, if you want to do more, nobody's coming to Northeast and knocking on my door and saying, you want to be on HBO. I got to go to Hollywood. Come on now. Mm. Right. That's why it's that way. It's all it's been that way for everybody. No, there's right. no actor in, in movies that you know that they came to their house in Idaho and and said, you know, come and be Brad Pitt. Pitt. He had to, you know, you have to you have to go work do on it. it. You have to go. Yeah. But, it, but why do but, but, but it's hard to do? Yeah. Like, yes. Like how do you just how do you just up and leave? You know what I'm saying? Like but even back then, like for you, a, a female, and I'm asking you because I'm like. Yeah. You left in the nineties. You started doing the bus. You probably right? before, yeah, maybe even before that. Yeah, no, I did. I was. I mean, you, you listen. There's two things about being a comedian that I will impart, and I, I'm no expert 
I'm yeah. no teacher. Like, yeah. I don't, like people go, what do you want to tell the young comedians? Get away from me, basically. <laughs> but, you know, but. um, <laughs> It's real. It's real. Because. You just said it to me. It's compelling. No, I do behind your back. So, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> Because, you know, I mean, I, you know, people can pretend and all that. And especially now with you guys, with the political correctness and everybody being nice right. and caring for everybody, you know, and self-care, which is like, is that masturbate when I first heard it? What does that mean? So, but um, I don't really, I'm not that girl. Like, I, I never raised kids. I don't know about kids. I, I don't know how to teach anybody anything. I I've seen kids. I I can like I can see I've seen them and I go, you know, that that's a child. I can recognize them. But I don't talk to them. I don't, you know. But 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 if I so the point is that the two things that I will say to them that I hope that they they listen to is that there's two things about being a comic for me uh in my estimation and like again, I'm not smart like that, but um one is no fear. You have to have right. no fear of anything, nothing. And you have to not be afraid of rejection. Mm. It's that simple because it's going to be scary. First of all, what we do is scary from the yeah. jump. Right. And then two, you're going to get rejected. And then, yeah. and, I, and when you get rejected, you know, you have to be able to um, bounce with that and, and continue. That's I, I said that to somebody else. I was like, uh, one of the things that I started learning was I don't ask people why I'm not on stuff. I just ask them how can I get on stuff. Right. Like you know what I'm saying. Like even if you don't choose me, it's like yo, how can I get on it? Is it and because people have to be able to say they don't want you. And if you ask them why, they're going to tell you why they don't want you. Right. Is that is is that even higher up too? Like when you start going to like the 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 agents in New York and the the showrunners in New York and these uh and in, in LA, do they do the same type of stuff? Like it's like if you go back to them and be like, Well, why didn't you pick me? Or why didn't you pick my script? Like they'll just like shit on you. I don't know how it is now because you know, when I go to submit things and stuff, I I, I already know pretty much know the people or whatever. Okay. Um, but that I mean, when when I was coming up, it was if 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 they if they don't call back, then it's over. There's no going and asking the casting director, why didn't you pick me for that commercial? You didn't get it. It's over. And that's what I'm saying. You as the artist and the right. comedian and the actor, you have to deal with it. Ain't nobody fit to help you as far as, you know, I mean, they don't have time to, they can't, they, they picking two people. They're seeing right. 200. Do you really think that even if 10% of that 220 people call them to want to know why didn't you pick me? They ain't got time for that. They they shooting the movie, the commercial. So yeah, you you get you just have to you get rejected and you and you brush it off and you go to on to the next one. I think that's like somebody was saying in terms you can jump in anytime, man. Uh I'm sorry, Terrence, like I'm talking yeah, about you. Good. Like I just want like, to <laughs> Cause he he's listening. He's real. See how he does, Eddie. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't know how to do that. Oh, I do that at all. Uh, no, no, because I, I was it, 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 somebody said this to me, and then I started recognizing that it was true. Accessibility has changed the game. 
Right. Meaning, like, everybody, because everybody now, because a lot of the producers, like myself, are comedians. And then a lot of the, the casting directors used to be wanting to be actors. Right. And then, you know what I'm saying? All So everybody's in the mix with a whole rack of different people. So the accessibility to those people is, is so much easier now, especially right. with Facebook, Instagram, even if they're on another yeah. state. Yeah. That people think it's so, like, oh, this is the norm. I should be able to ask you why I can't get on. Right? And then it's like, yeah, you can it. do that. It's no problem. There's absolutely no problem for you to do that. But once you do, make sure you understand you have opened the door for some shit that you be don't want. Be ready, right? Be ready for the response. And, and like yeah. back in the y'all day, y'all used to fight over stuff like this. Like not even over like the wise. I'm saying like y'all were way more aggressive in the city. Like Capone was on was telling us that he punched somebody in the stage. Like I mean, punched somebody on stage because they did this. Like was it was DC as brutal as, as we think it was? Back like in in a, in the nineties and in two thousands, like because everybody um, always talks about comics fighting all the time, like DC in, and New York, matter of fact. And uh, for me, it was in New York and LA, so we'd mm, have yeah. to fight a lot. And then I was this tough little girl, right from from DC, and I was in LA in nineteen, you know, nineteen ninety or whatever. And right. there were there were comics that. Um, or, or I, you know, so I was on, I go to LA and I was on a couple things, right? Whatever, right. Comic View, mm -hmm. whatever it was. And then mm -hmm. I come back to New York. And in New York back then, every month there was a new person coming to town. You know, like I was there when Bill Burr came to town. And when this, Jesus. you know, there was always mm -hmm. a new person coming to town. And so right. um, there were quite a few brothers at the same time. And... Uh, quite a few of them would would uh, do bits that I that were my bits. You know what I mean? Mm. So, um, you know. Are you you smacking niggas? You know. <laughs> <laughs> this is almost like when it comes to like the the weed question earlier today. I would just, I would just, I, you, I, you can't be scared. So I just go up to a big old dude and say, "You watch Comic View a lot, huh?" Mm. And they'd know because they've actually done an entire thing that I did on. Not that it was genius or anything, but I'm just right, saying, right, like, right, right, right. you know, back then we didn't have YouTubes and that and that. So if you got on something on BT or Comic Comedy Central or whatever, it was important. And everybody saw it. You know right. what I mean? It wasn't like I, I, I. There's 200 comics I can look at today, and I might not see all of them. But back then, we all. So if I go back to New York and somebody was doing my bit, I just kindly go up to them and say, "Oh, you watch Jeffrey a lot, huh?" And they mm. know what I was talking about, and I'd just be like, "Yeah, I saw that," and you know. Hold up. So, so Batman's be taking people's jokes that were that were already on TV. Because that's the name of the game, right? Whoever gets to the TV first, or not the name of the game, yeah, but that's yeah, the name no, of the no, that TV was, game. That, that's, that, no, that's kind of an unspoken rule. Whoever gets to the TV first. If it's on TV first. Um, but there's also the thing that you might get it on TV before me, but that don't make it yours. So I'm still going to fight you. Hmm. Yeah, true shit. Yeah. That's, that's the one thing that I guess big dudes like me miss the most. Like I, I was born in the wrong era. Like I really yeah. wish, like I yeah. really wish I was like a comic back then. So it'd be like, because it's like y'all. It was 
But like nothing stopping you from beating comics up right now, Eddie. Like I don't. You could be a bully. I've never. I haven't fought no, you're any basically, comics. No, you're basically saying I wish I would have been a comic in the '90s so I could fight people. Like there's nothing stopping yeah. you now. No, nothing stopping you now. There's a lot of things stopping me right now. Do it tonight. I, I guarantee you, you can do it. Guarantee. I, I guarantee back. I can too. I guarantee I can too. And then I'll be in jail tomorrow. It'll be no more podcasts. It'll be it'll be turns and Lloyd's podcast from now on. Like, hey, this is my plan all along. <laughs> this this is podcast gentrification. <laughs> true, true, no. true, true, true. Because you need a female, you know. Yeah, uh, true, true. <laughs> You Yo, guys nah, are I'm, amazing. No, I think just, back in the day, y'all just, but I'm just saying, I'm not trying to beat up nobody. I'm just saying it was a lot more, I want to say respect, if that's a better way of saying yeah. it. Like, that's the, probably a better way of saying it. Like, it was a lot more respect. And if there was any disrespect, it was a lot more consequences from the disrespect. Right, right, right. That's the point. I'm, you get right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Like, like if you if you stepped on somebody's shoe, it was like, oh, my bad, bro. I apologize, my right. bad, man. I just stepped right. on the shoe. Or you got your ass whooped. You know what I'm saying? Like, depending on how we felt, depending on which how our show went. Yep. <laughs> you steal my stuff, I gotta stand and know. I might leave you alone. Depending <laughs> 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 on how I'm bit. feeling at the end. So, so you, I, I mean, go ahead, go ahead. Turn. So, so we're talking about stealing jokes and everything, and you're a writer, and I'm actually interested in your perspective from something like that, because oftentimes you hear, you know, obviously stealing jokes is wrong. But when it comes to having your jokes stolen or done after the fact when you've had it on TV, as a writer, I've got to imagine there's got to be some semblance of flattery in there, but also then a level of determination to go forward. Does that push you forward like further to like motivate you as a writer? Are you like, okay, yeah, all right, well, have this one too. Take this. Terrence, that's a good point because when it would happen to me um, and and to almost everybody, um, but a, as a writer, so there were girls that would like, not necessarily at, at a certain point, take the bits, but kind of take the style. And you got to mm. realize that back then there was a handful of us. Right. So, you know what I mean? So like when I worked at, when I would work at, at Caroline's or the improv or whatever in LA and I, and the audience would, you know, love me or talking to me afterwards or whatever. And they'd be yeah. like, Oh, and I'd be like, you know, and, and we didn't have this technology, but we still try to push ourselves. So I'm like, I'm Robin Montague, you know, and back then you would send a little note to the club. Like I enjoyed the show. There were comment cards. Mm, and so yeah. the, I would say Robin Montague. Now Montague is, you know, is that is a bizarre name and they might not remember. So I'd say, you know, if you don't remember, just say the black girl. If you're, they're not going to be confused. It's two of us. <laughs> And if you say the one that was here Saturday, it's not going to be a whole bunch of confusion about it. Hold on, that say, so if you say to do, I want, I like the comic name John or Chris. Which one? But you, know, right. I like the black girl from Saturday. Oh, that was Robin. It wasn't mm. but a few of us. Mm. Hold on, so, hold it on, down, hold on. kicking on, kicking open the doors. That that makes me a little bit more. Um, that opens up another question for me. Because female, like it was already hard for females to get into comedy, but even like especially back then, right? Did the funnier females get the respect that they were supposed to? I, I'm asking this genuine, like I'm not being facetious about this at all. Like, 
if you like you all right now if it's like if you're a really funny female like we're like oh nah she fucking dope you know what i'm saying like right. shout out frankie french shout out ashley mayo like from the dc right. area right? right it's like if you bring up their name everybody's like man she fucking dope Right. Is was that the same thing back then? Because I knew y'all weren't getting the shine that y'all should have. Oh, sure, we were. We were fine. And yeah, no, it was totally. We were totally fine. They they knew we were funny. You know, Robin Harris knew we were funny. Steve Harvey knew we were funny. They knew we were funny. We worked with them. We we were on the same lineup. Mm. So, do, you know. do you think it should have been more? Fe do you think more females should have got passed, or it just wasn't a lot more females around? Dude, I don't know how many people got passed. It, and I, I didn't work in the office. All I know is you, that's, I mean, that's like saying, do I think more females should have decided to be comedians in the 90s? And again, I say, no, thank you. Leave us alone. <laughs> enough of us. We don't, I'm not, I don't, I'm not adding more. I like to also ask hard hitting questions, Robin. So I'm ready for one. Are you ready for my first hard hitting? Hard-hitting question of the evening. Okay, skill yeah. let's, let's go. No, 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 we're going to go. Eddie, this is in your territory, so you just hold on. Hold your little horses, fella. Robin, tell yeah. me how you feel about dick jokes. Oh, my God. What do you mean? Hearing them? Hearing them, doing them, all of that. Just your stance on dick jokes when a comic, female, male, whatever, makes them. Um, I don't really have a stance on it. Um, mm. I just if it if it's funny, it's mm. funny. My stance is no, don't. Do My, you know, if it's funny, mm. it's funny. I I like. I'll take a funny. I I think I, I think I have heard more funny dick jokes than I. I don't really like toilet humor jokes. I don't like right. fart and shit. I don't, mm. so I don't, even though there might be funny, I don't, that's what I don't, I, I that's my personal. Right, but right, right, so, right. you know, I mean, I like dick, so I'm not going to be totally opposed, you know. Let's see. There we go. Now, this leads into my next one. No. Now, we, we've censored. had several female comics on here. And I don't mean that comics is disrespect I'm because frightened. you're a writer and a comic. So, so I, I mean that with all due respect. So, so come with that. But we get women that come on here and say they've had some weird shit, a.k.a. Stiletto was on here and said she's in. Oh, I just said, with her in Baltimore. Oh, send me pictures of your feet. What does Robin Montague get in her DMs? Oh, from, God, from fans? <laughs> her face, her face was priceless. Son. Oh my god! The sad part about oh, it is, I'm so stupid. It took me an additional like half a second to process it. That I was like, "Oh, I got <laughs> it." That was I, I kind of know what I'm doing. I, yep. I know, I know timing. I'm saying that you think not. It's a muscle, <laughs> dude. I don't that gotta say talk. nothing. We talked about it yesterday, right? It's we was talking about this stuff. We was like, listen, like, we're going to ask you questions. If you don't want, she was like, I'm just not going to answer. <laughs> she yeah. told me that shit straight up. Hey, like, I respect uh, I'm going to try to, because, no, because she don't, she got a governor. Miss Robin got a govern. Like, you know, like, you know how a car can only go to 125. Miss Robin can yeah. hit 150. But she like I'm a I'm a I'm a step I'm gonna let go of this. This guy. is what it's on tonight. This is what it's on tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let y'all breathe tonight, yo. I'm gonna let you breathe tonight. Nah. So all right, Miss Robin. I been like the question, while. Terrence. I really do. <laughs> I, 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 appreciate, 
I appreciate, I appreciate, and it was a hard hitting, like, like you could be a like it was journalistic, <laughs> but um, like Top yeah, I um, yeah, the fans, I I love my fans, um, you know, my fans are so good, and I like that they keep in touch with me. Have you perfected they, a response? <laughs> yeah, I have. Okay, come on over. So was it? <laughs> Come on, come on over. <laughs> I'm gonna show Vanessa a really long time. Hey, yo, hey, yo, this is Cam really Newton. This is Cam Newton's exit interview. Cam, are you upset? Yeah, man, man, I'm, I'm happy for him. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> what they did to Cam? Why they tell Cam to go home? Cut, <sighs> yo, that boy, the, the the boy, the boy is the boy nice. The dude that, that they that, got that, nice. that, was, that that practice that they said his practice was yeah. unbelievable. Really nice. So yeah, and, yeah, and it's, why would you keep the and comedy? Comedy is it relates to comedy. Sure. Why would you keep the old guy? Why would you keep the old that's guy doing that's the same people, set? That's doing the same shit. When I can get right. the new guy that might right. be the next Dave Chappelle. Right, mm. got new material. Yeah, I already nice. know what it, I already know what I already yeah. know Cam's limit. Right, no, he's I, already reached his limit. I don't know this kid's limit, so maybe I'll take the chance on this kid's limit yeah. to see. And, and matter of fact, that brings up a good question, right? Like, have you seen that? Like, is is that is that a big thing in Hollywood? Because we keep seeing like these comics, and then when we hear their interviews, they're like, "So how long have you been on comedy?" They're like eight years. You're like, "What?" Like, oh, I've only been doing it for like twelve years, thirteen years. Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Dude, there's legends." There's people out here that's like 15, 20 years in that are way funnier than these dudes. Why are they not getting the spot? Why have I know you've seen it because everybody see it. Why do you think it's that my, is? It's my fucking life story. What are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> but listen, Why do you man, think that is though? I mean, it's show business, dude. There is no right or it's the wild, wild west in LA. It's no, there's no mm. rules to this crap. It's show business. Mm-hmm. So I you can't again, you kind of like have to have blinders on. And now yeah. for real, for you guys again, like I said, I, I wouldn't want to start now because it's just like I said, I, I could I could name all the girls, black, white, everything. It, no. You know, it, it, at a certain point, and you guys, right. it's just limitless how many performers, how many content creators and all that, that you guys can't even, you you don't even know what you're up against. But um, the main thing, like I say, going back to just be fearless, have blinders on, and then just, you know, bounce back from everything. I never really deal with, I'm always happy for, and all my, you know, so many of my friends are huge success and huge stars and that, and right. I'm always happy for them. Um, right. But this goes, now I'm going to switch from comedy. I I'm not, you know, I don't have a whole lot of morals and values, but one thing <laughs> that I do know <laughs> in, is that, um, you know, I, I, you can't concentrate on why did this do, why did this person get, uh, you know, ha- have a sitcom and they've only been doing it for five years and I've been doing it for 20 years. It's because that's that person's journey. It ain't got nothing right. to do with me. I don't take yeah. nobody else's journey personal. It, it, you know, right. that's what they supposed to be doing. Yeah. So, so with that, Robin, then let's switch this up too, and then talk about your creative process because I, I, I love the fact that you are a writer. And again, I don't mean that disrespectfully. I mean that in, in, 
an encompassing totality manner in your career. You've written uh, parts of Pootie Tang and for Chris Rock and many other things as well as doing comedy. And so with that, how do you do it? Is there a style to it? Are you are you a person that says, I'm going to do 10 jokes today and then 10 jokes tomorrow? Or are you just like, I'm going to culminate something on stage and then take something from that and then write from here? Or as a writer, do you just write and then cherry pick? You know, um, it's kind of all of that. Um, again, back before the phone, you know, and living in New York, just like three major newspapers. So you just read newspapers all day and then whatever yeah. triggers you, uh, whatever subject or article or news uh, 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 thing is triggering you, you could write about that that night. Um, yeah. And then some nights, you know, I, I come up with stuff on the fly. Sometimes I walk in and I just have an idea that I've said in my mind and it doesn't feel complete to me, but and I'm not going to do it because it's not, right. you know, I haven't worked on it, but then I'm on stage and then it comes out and it was, it was fine. Again, more, I mean, I'm a writer. I'm proud of the writing that I did. One of my most um, proudest moment things is that, um, you know, I wrote for Sherry Shepard for five years and six mm. seasons. I, I wrote for her for years on The View and then for all the seasons that she did the newlywed game. Um, and that, that's a whole thing that was magical. Um, I also what I do now, and again, going back to the fact that I don't talk to the, you know, I don't, I, I'm not the encouraging, I'm not the one you say, go talk to Robin and let her guide you, you know, cause I'm mean <laughs> like that. So, but, but um, <laughs> You made me forget what I was going to say. <laughs> you did that. You I did, did it to you. You like, made yourself Yo, fuck laugh. these young motherfuckers. You like, you like Ben, you like ben uh, Roethlisberger. Oh, Man, I he can read the say, fucking playbook. I was going to say, so what I what I do, and, and this is any business artistically, um, especially performing artistically. I, I came up in Duke Ellington. I mean, I was around. I went to Howard for Bachelor of Fine Arts. So I was in the department with the music students, the dance students, the art students and us theater kids right yeah. so um just in that you always you always were told and you always heard that you know as a, the dancers she's a dancer and they were best and they were ballerinas they went to juilliard and they became you know in the nutcracker and broadway and all that but at a certain point their body was gonna give out they get older and the dancer becomes the choreographer Right. Well, we weren't told anything like that, right? As actors or whatever, you know, kind of, I mean, maybe more of a, of a different culture. They might've been taught you're an actor going to directing. We, right. we weren't really. So what I decided to do, I knew that at a certain point, um, you know, as a comic that I, I just, I just became a comedy writer. And so what I have done for uh, many years is that, Again, I don't take people, new comics or whatever and teach and all that. But what I'll do is a set since I know everybody. So if I'm in New York, when I was when I was in New York and say, for example, like the Letterman was there. Right. Mm -hmm. So if my friends, a Holly, you know, big star comic was coming from L.A. to do Letterman, then they they'd hire me. They come in like three days before I book the. I make sure they got in. They you know they're stars, so they don't need me. But I I yeah. you know negotiate that for like uh, five however many days, 
And then I, they go in, they do their set. I give them notes. I'm a really good, I call myself like a comedy doctor. I'll yeah. fix your set. I don't write your set. And right. um, I just, you know, kind of fix it for you. And I'm really good at editing. And um, and so what I would do is, and, and I would do that and give them notes. And then by the end of the week, when they're sitting on the couch or on the talk show, saying the stuff that I, that I wrote right, or right, fixed, right. Yeah. And they're doing the heavy lifting and I'm just getting paid. So yeah, I, I do that. So I do that so, a lot. So this is, I got, it's a two part. I'm going to try to remember the, the second part later, but the first part, writing in comedy has always been a thing. We always heard about like Richard Pryor uh, got writ, uh, jokes written by um, Paul Mooney, RP both. Right now, now everybody's talking about my Kevin mentor. Hart. Yeah. Who? You guys, you guys know that, yeah. Paul Mooney. Um, I opened I up. For, I opened up for Paul Mooney for so many years, and to the point that at his memorial in LA last month, uh, I was acknowledged. It wasn't like, uh, you know, a certificate, but I was right. the buzz around the whole and the, with the family, with the Mooney twins and everything, mm. was that Robin Montague could get a Guinness World Record for being the comic that opened up for Paul Mooney more than any other comic in the wow. country. That's cool. me. So, yeah. I didn't know I, that. I was on, yeah. I yeah. So, the, and, and, nobody and, and, else so, open for so that explains a lot. Like, yeah. so, and, and that's, so, what, I, I want to say. So I was with Mooney not, for a year. A hundred, yeah, many, 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 many years. So, why, did, why is it, though, that we need writers? I want to say this the correct way because I'm like, I don't ever want to actually need writers. And then I'm like, well, I did say I don't want to fucking use no writer. Like, but in a sense of like in rap, right? We we mm. see like Jay-Z, Jay-Z freestyles his shit, Lil Wayne freestyles his shit. But as soon as Drake, it came out that Drake was using reference tracks, like everybody was like, well, somebody's writing for, for Drake. Why is it looked down on? But everybody, it seems like everybody uses it. I don't, I think I think it's more important in rap to be a to write your stuff. But um, as far as comedy, I mean, Woody Allen was a writer. I mean, all those guys had writers. None of the George Burns, they all had writers. We just, wow. you know, I'm saying it's a cultural thing. We just weren't privy to everything. We were we it we, it wasn't natural for us to know it. The Smothers Brothers had writers. There's nobody that didn't have writers. Do you think those comics wrote laughing? The writers wrote laughing. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So yeah. So it's like and what what it happens with and why you will eventually hire a writer and probably me because you know you know what's good for you um is is that it becomes a it becomes a thing you know it becomes a thing with 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 Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley or, or Dave Chappelle is that they're busy. They're busy. Right. So if they're scheduled to come in town and shoot and shoot a, a late night talk show or the Wendy show, you know, they don't have time to put a set together. They don't want to do the set they did last time. So right. that's where we you will hire somebody because mm. you don't really have time to do it.
So is it better? When, so when is you're it at more... that level, so, and depend, you know, you they're very those people are extremely busy. You guys right. don't look, don't figure it out because oh, I just see them on the yacht. They're shooting something. They're in something on TV or they're vacationing. They work really, really hard all the time, so and they don't need... have time for everything. So like is now now because we heard like that's Kevin the same Hart thing be... about just uh, just just one thing. For example, why do why do the actors and stuff? Why do they have stylists? Why do they have people to get right. their wardrobe? Right. They don't have time to figure that shit out. They got it. Right. Yeah, dude. Everybody needs all the hands on deck. And, so it, and, is, and is I'm, it, I'm should it be that we? That. It, now, all right, because we heard about like writing groups. Now I've, I've heard this like. um People used to like sit in groups. They were all right, and then they would pass along jokes. And I've seen, I've, I've heard of it. I can't say I've seen it. I've heard even in Dave's camp, this happens, right? Like where, like, people, like it's a whole rack of comics. They all start doing jokes and stuff like that, and they'll be like, "Oh, this joke might work better for you." And then somebody would be like, yeah. "I get that part," but I didn't. I didn't know that comics were getting other people to write their Tonight Show stuff. Like I, I really, you know, I, didn't what know I, mean? that was a I, thing. I can't say. I mean, let's not say it's across yeah. the board. Right, I'm just, right, 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 I'm right. simply saying that, yeah, that, yeah, people get assistance in what they're doing. They don't write the movie. They might come up with the funny thing for the character to do that wasn't right. written, but the movie is written. So do we're, you, we're we're performers. We're entertainers. Right. So do yeah. You, do you have a preference, Robin, or is it just at this point so ingrained in you? Because clearly, like to me, you're 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 that that aspiration of a comic in that you've you've transcended, right? In that your writing, your onstage persona is just you. This is now you. Do you still have a preference? Are you like I still prefer the comedy over the writing, or I prefer the writing over the comedy, or is it just like such a? It's just so Robin now. It's just symbiotic. You know, I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I definitely, I, 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 my sentence for me is a comedy life. So as long as it's got some comedy, you know, I, I'm, I'm good with, with, um, with doing it. I, again, more so than anything, it's a muscle and that's what we don't get either. It's a muscle. Once the muscle works, you know what I mean? I, I was nice. nervous about doing this podcast because I don't do podcasts a lot. Right. And that and you was fine. And I told you it was gonna be fine. But I knew we I didn't was, even I, go over the spiel. <laughs> right. But I know my muscle works. Yeah. Right. Fast. So I think you guys laughed within the first 30 seconds at something, a face or something. Because that's the muscle. Even mm. though it wasn't what I had wrote down the side. I told you we weren't gonna go over them goddamn old notes, lady. I said that to you. We ain't touching them damn notes. It's unofficial. Lady. It's way too unofficial. We, <laughs> we're not that important. I know. Right. I, I miss, if we'd I, have been I, like I, Vlad TV or like right, you know, right. Breakfast Club fat, or something. You got, it, yeah, the facts had to be right. Yeah, no. yeah. No, hey, we got to do all that shit. We got to be factually based. Like, I, right, so I this love is the you guys. This is the second part of that question that I was about to ask, right? I got in trouble. Uh, second statement around it. I got in trouble. <laughs> Uh, on Facebook because I asked a group of comedians and I was like, after everybody, I said, I, I, I hope to God, I know it's not a reality, but I hope to God everybody makes it to whatever point they feel like they want to be, right? Like right. TV show, radio show, whatever the fuck it is. 
Right. What is everybody's plan for after that? And everybody was like, what do you mean what's my plan for after that? To keep building. And I was like, no, you, you do know that like most everybody's not LeBron. Not everybody plays for 22 years. Nigga, like some people's window of opportunity is two years. Some people's window of opportunity is 10 years. Wow. But everybody has a window. Wow. Now, where that window ends, we don't know. You get what I'm saying? And I think like a lot of people don't realize like they don't want to look at they don't want to look at like they look at like Kevin, right? And they're like, well, Kevin had a long window. Kevin Hart had a long window. And it's like, yeah, but we already started seeing people start pushing back towards him. You know what I'm saying? Pushing back against him. Richard I, mean, Pryor, I mean, fame is cyclical. Fame right. is cyclical. So I mean, you know, that that again, that's where I say you you um you don't have fear and you can take rejection. So right. if you can ride the rejection, it'll come back around if you're funny. I mean, that's what's worked for me. I don't I'm not famous. Don't know. I don't nobody too many people recognize me on the street, you know, whatever. You know, the guys do. But I'm just saying, um Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my god! So very lonely. You over here shot. You over here trying to get a new boo. I'm so very lonely. <laughs> I like. I like how Robin. You so, threw yourself. So on the very wall lonely. Too. You threw yourself on the wall too, like exasperated. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of pulled your shirt down a little bit, like. Hey, I mean, um... you know. If you don't stop, if you don't stop, if you don't stop. If you don't stop I, Nobody's um, looking for I, me. I will call. I will call <laughs> Tiffany. You better stop. And this is thing because I know it's not gonna be um uh, adding it or nothing, and I'm already <laughs> gonna be in trouble. Yeah, I want to right. get in trouble about. But but but. Wait real quick. Wait real quick. Let's move this from Streamyard to OnlyFans. From Streamyard oh, to OnlyFans. Do you think I could be on OnlyFans? I don't of course. Know. Yes. Of course. It's an age problem. I don't think they take people my it's, age. It's, it's, we we gotta jump to another interview, Miss Robin. Oh, y'all do? Yes, I'm done with you. I'm so <gasps> done with you. I'm I haven't talked about you know none of your stuff on your notes. I told you none of these notes. None of this stuff on your notes. It I was flattering. It was very flattering all, to hear that you've been through the trouble. I haven't told all the tea on all the comics because I know everything. <laughs> but that's all right. You guys will have to have me back. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Absolutely. <laughs> See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Dude, this is how she talks to me, son. She'll be yeah. like, it's okay. And then she goes real like low, real like nice lady, and that. And then she just laughs it off real evil, like, and it's yeah. like, nigga, you better do it. So yeah. Miss yeah. Robin will yeah. have you back. I do fight, you know. Robin, tell everybody where they can find you. Tell everybody what you got going on before. Oh, we yeah, get yeah, out yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. So the um I'm gonna be performing in Washington, DC. Yes, yep. I have um Three nights, five shows, September 9th, 10th, 11th, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, where I'm uh, featuring for Flame Monroe. Flame Monroe yep. is the headliner. Ooh. You guys might remember him from Tiffany Haddish's Netflix, They Ready. Um, and we're going to be rocking it out at the DC Comedy Loft on the 9th, 10th, and 11th. And um, that's exciting. I want all my home. I'm be home. So yeah, yeah right. I, I want my hometown to come out and support me. This is a rescheduled, like three times rescheduled yeah. mm. because of the Rona yep. and everything. Yeah. So, um, you know, um, I really want people this is to the come comedy out loft, that. Right? The DC Comedy yep. Loft, it's yep. 22nd Street. And it's the 9th, 10th, and 11th. Just go on the website, get your tickets. Also, I'm working on... Um, uh, 
my Netflix comedy hour, which Netflix doesn't know about it yet, but yeah, I'm going to be shooting that. And (laughs) fucking hilarious. (laughs) But they're going to love it and they're going to buy it. So we're working on that. So I want everybody to come out to everything that I post. You can find me at Robin is funny on Instagram and Twitter, Robin Montague on Facebook. But yeah, find me, go on YouTube, look at my videos. Um, they're not all new because, again, we didn't post videos for a year, but they're still all funny and really cute. Ladies and gentlemen, Robin Montague, the I'm legend, as yeah. he is. Thank not, you I'm so much for coming I'm Tiffany out. when I get off this podcast. <laughs> I haven't talked. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, oh, stay in trouble, baby. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. Get out the trap with it. Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab, get it? That's why I'm mad with it.